The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. And welcome back to Hanover, Indiana. I'm Dave Mitchell along with Chris Morris. And this afternoon we have got game number two of this double dip this afternoon with... The Hanover Panthers. Hanover ended up winning the first game here this afternoon by a final score of two to one as they squeezed across a run in the bottom half of the seventh inning. And that means Transylvania will be the host of the conference tournament coming up this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Chris Morris alongside Chris. Very, very disappointing ending to this afternoon's first game, but the Lions have got to get together and win game number two. Yeah, it's all about the response, and you'll learn a little bit about this team. Obviously, gut-wrenching loss there against Hanover on the walk-off game one, but you have to continue to battle. You have to come back and get better, and uh, you use this game two as the Lions are locked in at the two-seed now in the tournament. Uh, but you still have to use this game to find a way to win and get some confidence rolling into next week. Casey Kemp will be the starter for the Lions this afternoon, and if she could pitch a win here this afternoon in game number two, she will end up with the most wins this season, 15, one ahead of Cam McCool for the season. Yeah, Casey's been throwing well as of late. Had her probably her best two outings the last two games against uh, Transylvania and Manchester. And uh, hopefully the sophomore can bring it again in the circle, and uh, hopefully the Lions offense can pick it up a little bit for this game. Kemp comes in with a record of 14-4 and on the year. This will be her 18th start, 19th appearance on the season. She's thrown two shutouts, completed 10 games on the year. She has struck out 61, walked 23, given up 33 runs, 20 of them earned in 99 innings of play. And she will be facing off with Lauren Beeman, who had quite a first game here this afternoon. Not only the homer, but the game-winning hit on the double to right center field in the bottom of the seventh inning. Beeman is 3-5 and five on the year on the mound. This will be her tenth start, and she has a 3.85 
ERA here this afternoon. Let's check out the batting order for the Mount St. Joseph Lions, who are the visiting team on the scoreboard. 28-8 and now, heading into the season. They will lead off Allie Lang in the left field. She was 0-2 in the first game. Kelsey Stevenson will bat second and play second. Macy Cornelius is at short, batting third. Then comes Rachel Gabbard at first, batting cleanup. Casey Bramble will be the DP this afternoon, batting fifth. Maddie Kennedy is in right field, hitting sixth. Casey Fincham at first base will bat seventh. B. Ivers behind the plate will bat eighth. And Emily McDonald will be in center field, batting ninth. So it's Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius. Then Gabbard, Bramble, and Kennedy. Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald against Beeman here in game number two. And Chris, the Lions somehow, some way, if they're going to win not only this game but the conference tournament, have got to figure out a way to hit the hit the softball. Yeah, I mean, they've been pretty good all year long. And then the, this year, or today's game, Compton threw really well in game one, so you have to give her credit. Uh, but uh, kept our big hitters off the bases from a hitting standpoint. And uh, just our three hits came from three freshmen in game number one. But another opportunity here for the Lions offense to gain some confidence moving into next week's competition. Well, Beth Goddard got thrown out of the first game, and the question is, can she coach the second game? She is down near the dugout right now, and the throw will go down, and she's going to go down and coach third base. So, evidently, she is allowed to coach this game after being thrown out in game number one. I would think, Beth, if if the rule is from the NCAA that you've got to miss a game, it would rather be this one than the tournament. Yeah, it looks like she's going to be able to coach and move forward with us. So getting ready to get game two going and see how the Lions respond. So it'll be Allie Lang that'll be coming to the plate. Allie, left-handed hitter, was 0 for 2 in the first game and takes that pitch over the outside corner for a strike. And we're underway here in Hanover. 73 degrees right now. Bright, sunshiny skies. Wind blowing out to left field. 0-1. Beeman's pitch is high and in tight. 1-1 now the count. Boy, this is a nice field at Hanover. Grass outfield, as we told you, in the first game. Dirt infield. 1-1. Swung on and slapped to short. Picking it up as Fultz had to double barrel it and then throws the first not in time and Lang is on at first base with an infield hit. Lang goes to the ground out to the shortstop but with her speed she's able to beat out the throw and Allie Lang's on to start the game number two for the Lions. Kelsey Stevenson who was 0 for 3 in that first game. Matter of fact the top three in the batting order for the Lions were a combined 1 for 8 against Compton. And the pitch Stevenson bunts it behind home plate foul. Looks like Stevenson's trying to get the sacrifice bunt down to get Lang to second. Her first batting attempt this game. Stevenson, the freshman from Mooresville, Indiana. Second base, number 24 on this Lions team. Owen won the count. Pitch to the plate. Bunted behind the plate again. And it is foul. Now just got a message here very quickly from... Chuck Murray of the Mount that he was thrown out of several games, which I find that hard to believe. But Chuck thrown out of several games, he said he never had to sit out. That pitch upstairs. And the count now one and two. So that kind of answers that question, Chris. 
One and two to count. We have just begun here in game number two. Into the wind and the one-two swung on and blooped into short right field, but grabbing it is the second baseman. Throw back to first, not in time to get Lang. Nice catch by Hilgenhold, who went back into short right field and grabbed that on the fly for the first out. Yeah, great play by the second baseman, Hilgenhold. Almost doubled up Lang at first, but overthrew the first baseman. And uh, that'll be the first out of the inning as Stevenson pops out to the second baseman on a very nice defensive play. I can't imagine Chuck ever getting thrown out of a game. <laughs> I mean, you know. One away. Runner at first is still laying, and it brings up Macy Cornelius. Cornelius, check swing, takes it for a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count. Lions entrenched in that second spot, but Hanover can move up to number three if they win this game. The 0-1 is upstairs, 1-1. One and one. So if the Lions win this game, they would play Franklin? Defiance. Defiance it is? Defiance is right now the three seed. And that pitch upstairs. And if they lose this game, Hanover wins. Hanover moves into the three seed, and we play them. Thursday afternoon, it all starts in Lexington at Transylvania. Two and one. The count to Cornelius. Gabbard is on deck. Swung on. Lined up the gap in left center field for a base hit. It'll go all the way off the wall. Rounding third. Coming home to score is Lang. Handing into second base with a stand-up double is Macy Cornelius. And the Lions jump on hand over early in this one. One to nothing. Cornelius delivers the big-time hit. Left center field gap. Stand-up double. Lang goes first to, thir- first to home. And the Lions take the early one not the lead. And... It is a an RBI on the play for Macy Cornelius. And Cornelius, who leads the team in hits now with 54, now has 25 RBIs on the season. And it brings up Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard, the batter, in the first game was 0 for 2 in the contest. Right-handed batter, Cornelius. That pitch is hit into right field, and it's going to be played on a bounce, and advancing to third base and holding right there is Cornelius, and Rachel Gabbard has got a base hit to right, her first hit of the afternoon. That's big time for Rachel Gabbard to get her going into conference tournament play. Singles out to right field, Cornelius moves second to third, runners at the corners for the Lions. And it brings up to the plate Casey Bramble. Bramble, 0 for 2 in the ballgame, the first game. Bramble... Trying to get back into the groove heading into tournament play. And the Lions are going to need her, her bat, in tournament play. That pitch swung on him, blooped into right field. But Hilgenhold is going to go back and catch it. And holding right at first and third are Gabbard and Lang. And now there are, excuse me, Cornelius. And now there are two down. That's two nice plays by the second baseman, Hilgenhold, right there. Bramble pops up to her for the second out of the inning. Lions still have runners at the corners, two outs in the inning. Brings up Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy, right-handed batter, was one for three in the first game. And a pitch to the plate is a called strike. 0-1-1 the count. Great sunshine out here on a Sunday afternoon. The 0-1 taken for a strike over the inside corner. Maddie Kennedy just walks away in disbelief. 
Kennedy had the big hit for the Lions in game number one that produced the run. 0-2. And, and the pitch to the plate swung on. Pop foul and out of play. Freshman versus freshman here. Kennedy and Beeman. Beeman had a really nice game offensively. Game one. Solo shot and a walk-off hit. Kennedy right-handed hitter. Runners at first and third. Lions lead at 1-0. And the pitch swung on. Foul back against the screen again. Miller the catcher. Played it off the carom. Cornelius with the RBI. Hit well ago. Moves up into second place for the Lions with 25. The 0-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on. Blooped into right center field. Coming over the right fielder. Can't get it. It's going to drop. That's going to score Cornelius. Rounding third. Coming home is Gabbard. No throw to the plate. It's 3-0. And into second with a double is Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy delivers again. The freshman continues to play at a high level. Hits the ball out the right center field and drives in two for the stand-up double. And it's 3-0 Lions early on. Two RBIs on the play for Maddie Kennedy. As Cornelius and Gabbard both came home to score, and that brings up Casey Fincham. Lions lead at 3-0 now against Beeman. Stepping in Fincham, who was 0-3 in Game 1. Right-handed batter. Open stance, swings and bounces that right back to the mound. Off her glove. Picked up Hilgen, hold throw to first, not in time. Taking third is Kennedy. Nice job by Casey Fincham to dig it out of the box. Hit off of Beeman's glove at the pitcher's circle. Hilgenhold tried to make a play at second, unable to with Fincham. Runners at the corners, two outs. Brings up B. Ivers now. Lions have sent eight to the plate in this first inning, and it's 3 nothing. Where were these runs in the first inning? I was going to say, completely different offensive team today in game two compared to game one. 3 nothing. Lions, two down, top of the first. Fincham is at first base. And at third base is Kennedy. And that pitch is high and outside for a ball. 1-0. For the play of Kennedy at the plate has been at a high level over the last couple games. She's doing a really good job. The freshman right fielder for the Lions. 1-0 the count. That pitch swung on and fouled back to the screen. 1-1. For those of you counting at home, Chuck Murray, we looked at the records. He was thrown out five times in 20 years. So every presidential term, he got thrown out. <laughs> not sure if that had anything to do with his political affiliation or not, but he still got thrown out every every five years. And that pitch swung on and missed. B going after a high outside pitch. One and two. Ivers coming into today's ball games, hitting 322, 19 RBIs. I'd like to know just what upset Chuck so much that he got thrown out of a game for. He'll tell us sometime. One and two the count. Two down. Pitch to the plate. That is a called strike three over the inside corner. So for the Lions in the inning, they pick up three in the top half of the first. We go to the bottom half of the first. It's the Lions three and Hanover coming to bat on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Your shipping manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. 
now on the Mount St. Joseph campus. It's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. So the Lions pick up three runs in the inning. And let's check the batting order now for Hanover. It'll be the same as what we had in the first game. It'll be uh, Kenzie Bradley will lead it off in left field. Lauren Beeman is the pitcher batting second. Kendra Hutchinson at third base batting third. Lily Compton will be the DP here this afternoon, and she will be batting cleanup. Catherine Dickinson is in center field batting fifth. Danny Stewart is in right field batting sixth. Then comes... Carson Coos. Coos will be at first base, batting seventh. Ava Hilgen hold the second baseman, batting eighth. And Mallory Fultz, the shortstop, will be batting ninth. So it's Bradley Beeman and Hutchison. Then comes Compton, Dickinson, and Stewart. And then Coos, Hilgen hold, and Fultz for Corey Collinsworth in her fifth year as head coach. Bradley comes to the plate, the left field junior. Left-hander, one for four in game number one here this afternoon. Lions lead it three to nothing here in the bottom of the first inning. Casey Kemp, who has pitched like an ace over her last four outings, throws that pitch, lone outside for a ball. One to know the count. Talked about it, Casey Kemp thrown at a high level, the sophomore transfer into the mount, really comfortable, looking for a 15th win of the year. Kemp's 1-0 pitch to the plate is a ball low. Hanover broke a seven-game losing streak to the mount in game number one, that 2-1 to victory. They hadn't won since April 9th of 2017, and that was here. 2-0, swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. We believe that was the last time the Lions had played here because of some scheduling snafus, covid Lions hadn't been here in five years. Two and one the count to Bradley Beeman on deck. Pitch to the plate is outside. And the count three and one. Talked about it earlier in this year. The number one seed has not won the conference tournament since 2015. So just an interesting stat as we go into the conference tournament next week at Transylvania. And the three one swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. Up against the backstop, and the count now goes 3-2. and two. Hanover will look to win the conference championship since 2016, and the Mount will look to go back-to-back as they won it last year at Transylvania in 2021. 3-2, count to the leadoff hitter. Now Kemp steps off the rubber. Looks in for the sign. Now sets and pitches. Swung on and foul back over the third base side. Reds have placed Jonathan India on the 10-day injured list with that hamstring strain. It's going to be retroactive to a couple of days ago. They've recalled infielder for the game. And now they have called Bradley out for hitting the ball out of the batter's box again. That's the third time we've seen that. Yeah, it's happened to her several times today. We've got to explain that. We, we got an, an interpretation of that rule in between games, by the way. 
So one out. That brings to the plate Beeman. Beeman takes that pitch over at the knees for a strike. The rule on hitting the ball out of the batter's box is, after this pitch, swung on the line to short. Cornelius grabs it on her shoe tops for the second out of the inning. A line out to short. That's a great play by the shortstop, Cornelius. That was a hard hit ball off the bat. She hung with it, caught it off her shoe strings, and that's the second out of the inning for Casey Kemp. The ruling on that play is if you hit the ball outside of the box, the defensive team gets their choice of the result of the play or an out. And obviously the Lions in that inning took the out. Ground ball to second base by Hutchison, who's the third out of the inning. Throw to first in time. One, two, three. Hanover goes in the first inning. We go to the second. It's the Mount 3, Hanover nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. 3-0 Mount leads it, heading into the top of the second inning. Beeman comes out late to perform her warm-up pitches, but she will, and she will be facing off with Evelyn McDonald. McDonald will lead it off for the Lions. Emily was one for three in the first game. Emily McDonald. Wind kicking up a little bit here in Hanover. This is one of these days, Chris, that you wish you had a barbecue grill just right out the back, you know. <laughs> a few hot dogs, maybe a hamburger or two. Just a nice day here on Sunday afternoon. It is. Lions lead at 3 nothing, leading it off as McDonald's in the top of the order, and McDonald takes that upstairs for a ball, 1-0 from Beeman. McDonald coming in, hitting 365 after the game one stats were put in. Freshman center fielder. Into the wind and the pitch swung and fouled straight back against the screen. Of course, keep an eye out on the Mount website this week. Blake Watson and his crew will let you know what the tournament is going to be and when the Lions will be playing. That pitch swung on and lined down the left field line. Fair ball into the corner. Coming over and grabbing it is Bradley. Going into second sliding with a double is Emily McDonald. That's great hustle out of the box by Emily McDonald. Hits a ball on the rope down the left field line. Never stopped running out of the box. Slides in for the double for the Lions. So, nobody down. Lions have a runner at second base. And it brings to the plate Allie Lang. It's McDonald's 12th double of the year. Allie Lang coming in, hitting 422 for the Lions. Allie Lang squares the bunt, bunts it up the third base side. Grabbing it is Dickinson, the throw to first base. It is bobbled by the second base for covering the bag. And coming home to score is Emily McDonald on the air. Lions lead it 4-0. Lang puts the bunt down. Hutchinson makes a nice play at third, but the first baseman drops the ball. Emily McDonald's able to come from 
second to third to third on the drop ball to home, and the Lions score four nothing. Lang at first, no outs in the inning. So Lang stays at first base, and it brings up Stevenson. She is 0 for 1 in the ball game. Popped out to second her first time up. Squares the bunt. Pulls the bat back but takes a strike over the outside part of the plate. 0-1. Stevenson hitting 297 on the year. 33 hits. 24 RBIs. Now third on the team. If you're scoring at home, that's an unearned run so far. 0-1 the count. Stevenson bunts it out in front of the plate. Good bunt. Picking it up is Coos. Throw to first base. The runner's going to be out at first base as she ran into... First baseman dropped the ball. She dropped the ball, but the umpire says that she had it long enough. Dee Dee Morris is saying she was straddling the bag in front of the runner, and Stevenson couldn't get to the bag, and now the umpires are going to talk again. And Of course, we already talked about this in game one, so here's another... Interesting situation, and they are going to call her. They're going to say it was interference. They are going to leave Stevenson at first base, and Lang will be at third. All the coaches are out on the field trying to get an explanation <laughs> on this one. We've got Beth, got her with Corey. <laughs> Corey Collins. We're both standing side by side. On the third baseline. Cornelius is patting Coach Goddard on the back, telling her to calm down. <laughs> and now the umpires are going to talk again. Stevenson and Lang both on the corners. I'm telling you, Chris, we've had more conferences between these umpires than Congress has had in the last six months. Just a rough day if you're one <laughs> of the umpires so far today. Yeah, it has been. Should be no outs in the inning. Runners at the corners if it stands. The umpires continue to meet here. Top of the second inning. 4 nothing ball game. Lions on top. <laughs> and they are still talking. Chris, where do you want to go to dinner after this game? <laughs> they are still jabbering about this call. In between the mound and first base. And both coaches are standing on the first base baseline waiting for what the umpires are going to decide well I thought they had already ruled on this once I don't know what they could be talking about now Gracie Henson for Hanover number three is in the bullpen up warming up and in the meantime everybody sits around waiting with bated breath to decide what is going to happen here Now they're going to call her out at first base. <laughs> I, I, I can't do anything but laugh, Chris. I mean, it has gotten to the point now where they called her safe, then they converse for about another two or three minutes, and then they call her out. Now Coach Morris is talking to the field umpire, Coach Collinsworth, Coach Goddard talking to the home plate umpire, trying to get explanation. I, I, it, it, oh. <laughs> it's not very often that I am without words, but Allie Lang takes a seat at third base. Well, why not? I took a seat up here, too. She might as well take a seat. And it, as they could continue to talk about it, I, I just don't know. 
I will say this. I hope these are not two of the umpires that we will have at the tournament. <laughs> Beeman staying loose in the circle, throwing it around the infield, just trying to stay loose. Just, a good I, five to seven minute delay here. I don't understand how you can make a decision, then talk about even after they converse, they made the decision, then they want to talk about it some more, and then they reverse the decision that they made. And now Coach Goddard is going to go talk to the field umpire to try to get an explanation as well. Allie Lang continues to sit at third. Cornelius waits at home plate. The home plate umpire is going to go get a swig of water. And we're going to so continue to wait. There's one away. Meanwhile, the Hanover infield, they're partying out in the circle. <laughs> they're having a good time out there. So there is a runner at third. That being Allie Lang. And the Lions lead it four to nothing. And coming to the plate will be Macy Cornelius. So there's one out. Watch this game that Hanover infield playing. Yeah. They're spinning the ball. Whoever it spins on, everybody else takes off running. Watch this. Nope. As, as, the, <laughs> as the argument down the third baseline continues hey. between... I can tell you one thing. Beth Goddard and the base umpire are not going to exchange Christmas cards December. I do not think so. And here we go. We're back to... Back to play. Laying it third, one out. Cornelius at the plate. So Cornelius up to the plate, right-handed batter, had a double her first time and scored, and that pitch is a called strike. That was on the other side of the batter's box. But here we go. All in one the count. One down in the inning. Runner at third, Lang. That pitch high and outside for a ball. One and one. Boy, just not only an outstanding day, but an outstanding crowd here today. Yeah, huge crowd and here on Senior Day for Hanover. And they have been entertained by two good games. This pitch swung on and fouled back against the screen. What a first game that was. Hanover pulling it out 2-1. to one. Count 1-2 one and two now to Cornelius. Gabbard is on deck. Lions lead this one 4 to nothing. And Beeman's pitch swung on, fouled back against the screen also. And the count stays, one and two. Cornelius has 54 hits on the year as a freshman, hitting 453, 25 RBIs. She's now second on the lines in RBIs. Just unreal. And the one-two, high and outside, two and two. Do you know the record for most hits by a freshman? I don't off the top of my head, but I will find that out for you. I've been going through the record books left and right. 4-0, that pitch. 4-0 the score, and that pitch is upstairs to Cornelius. And the count now 3-2. With all of Cam's record-breaking achievements this year, I've looked at a lot of records and a lot of the record books for the mount. 3-2, one out, laying a third. That pitch is in. So called strike three. Beeman gets the strikeout on Cornelius. That's going to be the second out of the inning. Lang stays at third. That's the second strikeout, as you said, Chris, in the ball game. And it brings up Gabbard, who singled home and scored her last time up. Lang still at third. And the pitch. Upstairs for a ball. Outside also. 1-0 the count. 
Rachel got a hit last time up. That's huge for her confidence going into tournament play. Final regular season game. And the 1 0. That one's outside also. 2 0. pitch, swung on and missed. Swung right, right, yeah, right <laughs> through a fastball. Two and one. Get yeah. Casey Bramble is on deck. Two balls, one strike. Pitch swung on, foul back and out of play over the right hand side. A little more juice, and that might hit your truck if it had gone another three blocks. <laughs> Several cr- uh, seen cars any- out in the left field fence. Never seen anybody that had to park a mile away from the stadium just to keep make sure he doesn't get hit with a foul ball. <laughs> two and two. Swung on and missed. Gabbard goes down swinging in the inning. Third strike out of the ball game issued by Beeman. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up one run on two hits and an error. We head to the bottom of the second. It's now the four. 4 nothing Mount on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy. And now, I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust, caring for the children you love. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Back here in Hanover, I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. Lions leading at 4 nothing as we head to the bottom of the second okay, inning. It is Compton, Dickinson, and Stewart coming up for Hanover here in the bottom of the second inning against Casey Kemp, who got the Panthers down 1-2-3 in the top half of the first. We'll set up the defense for you for the Lions right after this pitch. Kemp. Into the wind and the pitch. Swung on fly ball. On into short left field. Coming in is Lang. It's going to drop in between Lang and Cornelius. And that's going to be a base hit for Compton. Just an in-between base hit right there. Cornelius went as deep out as she could. Lang came running in as fast as she could. And the ball drops in between the shortstop and the left fielder. Compton gets on with a single out the left field. Lang and left, McDonald at center, Kennedy and right, Fincham at third, Cornelius at short, Stevenson at second, Gabbard at first, Ivers again behind the plate, and Kemp with nobody down. That was the first hit given up by Kemp in this game. And now stepping out of the batter's box is Dickinson. Dickinson a junior. She gets back in. Francisco, Indiana. That pitch inside for a ball. 1-0. Compton at first base after the little bloop single out into left field. Nobody down. Pitch to the plate is a called strike over the inside corner. 1-1. I already know where you want to go to dinner. And I agree. (laughs) Just a quick trip, hour and a half trip from yep. northern Kentucky down here. 
normally takes an hour and a half. It takes you an hour. That pitch <laughs> swung on and lined foul over near the first base dugout. Takes you about an hour and 15 minutes. Takes your wife about an hour, I should say. that. <laughs> Oh, just a nice afternoon for sure, and good softball <laughs> so far. <laughs> Did you get your lawn mowed? See, we're talking about everything here. <laughs> Four nothing, one and two the count. That pitch is called strike. And I thought that was strike three, and it is. So that'll be strike three. And it will bring to the plate, now with one away, Danny Stewart. That's the first, second K of the ball game, issued by Casey Kemp. And Stewart, left-handed batter, takes that one for a ball. One or no the count. Stewart in the first game was 0 for 2. Coos is on deck. Now Stewart steps out of the batter's box. Now we'll step back in. And the pitch called strike over the outside corner. One ball, one strike to Stewart. Stewart, the right fielder here this afternoon. Compton on at first base is the DP. And that pitch swung on it, grounded to second. Stevenson will grab it, make the tag, and no throw to first base. But the runner is eliminated, going to second in Compton. Stewart on in the fielder's choice with her two away. Nice play by Stevenson right there. Only thing she could do right there was tag Compton. No, didn't have enough time to roll it up as a double play, but it gets the second out of the inning. And it brings up Carson Coos. Coos, big, tall, lanky first baseman, right-handed batter, takes that upstairs. And when you're upstairs to Coos, you're upstairs. <laughs> 1-0. Red hitting 323. 4-0 Lions. 1-0 the count. Two down here in the bottom of the second. That pitch. Check swing below. And the count 2-0. Reds are in Colorado playing the Rockies. That pitch is in tight. 3-0. I see they DFA'd Aristis today. So the guy couldn't buy a base hit, <laughs> even with his minimum major league salary. 3-0. <laughs> and the pitch swung on the line to the shortstop. Cornelius will pick it up, going to her left. Steps on the bag, and that'll do it here in the inning for Hanover. In the inning, they get no runs. And we head to the third. It is still the Mount 4. Hanover Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnacht-Jollop, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Casey Bramble will lead it off for the Lions here in the... 
top half of the third inning from Hanover, Indiana. Then comes Maddie Kennedy and Casey Fincham. Bramble popped out to second her first time up against Beeman. Beeman has given up three in the first, one in the second. Lions lead it four to nothing. And Bramble will come to the plate. I really think this is one of the keys for tournament play, Chris. Bramble has got to get her batting eye back. Yeah, coming into the day, second game, hitting 250, just trying to get as many at-bats as she can to see some live pitching. Right-handed batter, the junior. Looks out of Beeman, and the pitch is high and outside. Outfield plays her medium deep. Deep in center field is Dickinson, but they are in at the corner outfield spots. And the pitch to Bramble takes that over the outside part. And the count evens up at one and one. And the pitch swung on. Pop foul behind home plate. Out of play. There's Sandy the bus driver. Always sitting next to the dugout. Yep. <laughs> she passes notes. <laughs> Gotta do this. One and two. Into the wind and the pitch swung on. Pop foul and out of play again. Hey, don't forget tomorrow night, the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show. Blake Watson and I talk about the Guardians and the Reds. Game will be on at seven. And the pitch to the plate swung on and again. Bramble fouls it out of play. Back into the parking lot. And the count stays one and two. Tournament seating almost complete. We'll know just in a few short innings of how it's going to play out. We for sure know Transylvania is the one seed in the first round bye. Four-nothing Lions lead it in this one. And that pitch swung on a tap foul behind home plate. Bramble wasting some good pitches. So behind in the count, one and two. And we for sure know that the mount... Is locked in at the two seed. One and two. Beeman's pitch. Upstairs. Ball two. Good take by Bramble. It was a nice pitch by Beeman, though. Kennedy is on deck. Into the wind, Beeman. And delivers the two two swung on and lined foul down off the dugout facing of the screen. Count stays two and two. Nobody down here in the inning. Bramble leading it off. Swings, fouls it back again and out of play. Nice at bat so far by Bramble. Fouling off several pitches. Brings it to a 2-2 count. Garlow throwing the ball back in from the dugout, Chris, and she's got her arm in a splint. Two and two. And the pitch in tight. Three and two. Good eye by Casey Bramborn, an inside pitch. Full count. No outs here in the top of the third. Four-nothing Lions lead. 
And the payoff pitch to the plate. Swan lined right back to the mound. Beeman reaches up and grabs it for the first out of the inning. It's a nice play by the pitcher Beeman to field her position on the line drive shot from Casey Bramble for the first out of the inning. Maddie Kennedy comes up. Maddie doubled home a couple of runs in the first inning and came around to score herself. So she is one for one. She's got two hits on the day, and that pitch is a ball. Want to know the count? Kennedy hitting 333. Delivered a couple hits for the Lions this afternoon. Into the wind, the 1 0. Upstairs, ball two. Right now, Chris, if you had to say who's the hottest hitters for the Lions, you'd say Kennedy and McDonald. Both hitting it well so far. 2 0, that is. A ball low, 3 and And it's just good to see kind of how the freshmen have developed throughout the year. Obviously, Cornelius, what she's done, and all of them have done good things at certain points in the year. And the 3-0, that pitch is a strike over the outside corner. And they've done well in the classroom this year, too, Chris. Yeah, classes, finals week coming up next week. Cam and karate set to graduate a week from yesterday, coming up on Saturday. 3-1 pitch now, and that pitch down low, ball four. Kennedy on, second time second today. This time being the walk. And it brings up Casey Fincham. Fincham, single to center her first time up. So she is one for one. One for four in the afternoon. Kennedy at first, pitched the plate, swung on, popped up on the infield. Higginhold is down near second base, has the basket catch it, as the wind sort of took that one back towards the mound, and there are two away. Fincham pops up to the second baseman, Higginhold, as you said, Dave, the wind played a little bit into that fly ball, but stays with it for the second out of the inning. Kennedy stays at first. And B. Ivers comes to the plate. B struck out looking her first time up. Two down, runner at first base. Ivers, right-handed batter. Outfield playing her deep, and that pitch is swung on and fouled back to the screen. Just one thing with B, she does not get cheated on her swing. She no. swings hard at the ball, at the plate. Junior catcher. She likes to swing at that ball like she's swinging at a pinata. <laughs> Owen won the count. And the pitch to be swung on the line. Foul. Wide of third and down the left field line. And the count now 0-2. Well, we had a good vantage point at Transylvania last Tuesday night. Yeah, just off the right side of home plate yep. down the first base bag, so... I'm assuming that's where they will put us when we go back down there. Didn't cause any trouble. Took our own equipment, set up, took it down. 0-2, swung on, and a base hit to center field by B. Grabbing it is Dickinson and getting it back in and advancing to second base is Kennedy. Up to bat, number seven. So there's still two away, but the Lions have runners at first and second, and that brings to the plate Emily McDonald, who is two for her last four. She doubled and scored in the second inning. Ivers, her first hit of the afternoon. So runners, as I said, first and second. McDonald, right-handed hitter. 
against Beeman. Two out pitch, swung on, popped up on the infield. Now coming in is Dickinson, going back is Higginhold. Higginhold caught the ball and then knocked herself into Dickinson and held on for the catch. And boy, that looked very dangerous because she ran right into the left knee of Dickinson making that catch. But a nice one by Higginhold out in center field as we head to the bottom of the third. It's still the Mount Four and Hanover Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Back here in Hanover, I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris here this afternoon. Casey Kemp looking for her 15th win of the season. Heading into tournament play. Waiting for B. Ivers to come out of the dugout after she was on base at the end of that inning. Talked about that, Chris. I, I would really like to see in both baseball and softball where you have a designated runner for the catcher with two outs at an inning. It just takes a little moment for her to put her on her gear as she comes out of the dugout, but uh, good for B to get a base hit, as you mentioned, first one of the afternoon and gets a little confidence moving into next week. Do like the response from the Lions offense this game with four runs already. It's a good response after taking the walk-off loss to Hanover to push them to the two seed next week in the tournament. David Hilgenhold will be the batter. Hilgenhold then folks in the top of the order, Bradley. Hilgenhold was 0 for 2 in the first game. That's what we heard first at bat here this afternoon in game two. 4 nothing. Lions lead it. Hilgenhold will lead it off against Kemp. And that pitch is chopped past the mound, picked up by Fincham, barehanded, has no play at first base. Yeah, nothing Fincham could do right there, just a high chopper. Hilgenhold runs it out. Fincham couldn't even get a handle on it to even get a throw over to Gabbard. So Hilgenhold on at first base. That is their second hit of the ball game. And it'll bring to the plate Mallory Fultz, the shortstop. Lions have seven hits, Hanover two so far in this game. Higginhold at first, that pitch swung on and lined foul and deep and out of play off the <laughs> bullpen and the batting screen down there. Four-nothing Lions, 0-1 the count, nobody down here in the bottom of the third. And the pitch to Fultz is a called strike over the outside corner. Fultz took a look back at the home plate umpire on that call. Coming in today, hitting 303. <laughs> hey, folks, I feel your pain. <laughs> 0 2 the count. And the pitch to Fultz swung on a missed in the dirt. That's going to be an out. As Fultz not, won't be allowed to take first as the, there was a runner That's occupying that base. Seven, so it'll be Kenzie Bradley coming up to the plate with one down in the inning, but taking second on that ball was Higginhold. Be the second strikeout of the day for Casey Kemp. 
third strikeout of the day for Casey Kemp. Stats just now get updated. And it brings the plate Bradley. Bradley struck out her first time and takes that evidently upstairs for a ball. Bradley, 0 for 1. She was 1 for 4 in the first game. And the pitch swung on and grounded to Cornelius. Took a high hop. Cornelius got a glove on it, but it bounced away from her. And there'll be no play at first base. Boy, that took a wicked hop. Yeah, Bradley hit it hard off the bat to the shortstop Cornelius. And she had to throw her glove up so it wouldn't get her up in the face. On a high hop, ripped the shortstop. And Bradley's on with a single for Hanover. Brings up Beeman. Beeman was outstanding in game one. She was two for four. Lined to short her last time up. Had a home run in that first game. And that pitch swung on and tapped foul. Looked like a hitter in the batter's box. And then bounced up the third base line. Foul. Owen won the count. Beeman, the freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana. Had a nice game one offensively. I'm definitely going to contact the CFC there. They're in Shelbyville. <laughs> Own one, that pitch down low. Nice stop by Ivers behind the plate. Runners at first and second. Bradley at first. Hilgenhold at second base. One down here in the inning. One and one the count. And the pitch swung on in the line, past the shortstop into left field. Lang knocks it down, but that's going to bring a run home to score. Hilgenhold comes home to score, and it's 4-1. Beeman stays hot at the plate, singles out to left field, brings in a run. 4-1 Lions, two runners on, one out for Hanover here in the bottom of the third. Advancing to second was Bradley, and she stayed right there as Lang got it in quickly. And it brings up Kendra Hutchinson. Hutchinson, third baseman. Ground, grounded out the second, her last time up. Four to one, that pitch is down low for a ball. One or no the count. Kemp. Having trouble with her location right now. One or no in the third inning. Pitch is down low and inside. Two and oh. Hutchinson hitting 375. Two home runs, 21 RBIs, 10 doubles, looking to deliver a hit for Hanover here. 2-0, pitch to the plate, high, 3-0. Three straight balls from Casey Kemp right there. Three and oh, Kemp peers in, way behind in the count. 4-1 to one the score, but... Two runners on for Hanover. That pitch swung on the ground to Cornelius. She's going to throw to third and over through third. Boy, oh boy. Ball hit right to Cornelius. She was going to third to Fincham for the out and over through Fincham at third. Now bases loaded, one out in the inning for Hanover, and they've got something going offensively. That's got to be the first error of the ball game against the Lions. Cornelius just uncorked a wild throw over the head of Gabbard. She would have had her at third had she just made a routine throw, but got underneath it. Instead of staying on top of the ball, it looked like she got underneath it, threw it about three quarters, and 
overthrew Fincham at third base with the throw. Well, she's been throwing the ball high here today. Casey Kim's going to have to dig deep right here. Compton up to the plate. This is who you want if you're the Hanover Panthers hitting 366, 17 RBIs. The senior. Compton singled her last time up. Hutchison on it for bases are loaded. That pitch is swung on it. It's going to be a bloop single into center. That's going to score a run, and the throw comes in quickly, and that'll hold it just to one run on the base hit to center by Compton. Senior delivers a little bloop out to center, scores a run. Hanover starting to chip away at the lead. Four to two, bases loaded, one out. Bases are still loaded, four to two the score. Beeman is at third, Hutchison at second. And Compton is at first, and it brings to the plate Dickinson. Boy, Kemp just has been erratic here this afternoon. Pitch, swung on, fouled out of play. Coach Collinsworth's going to call time, talk to her hitter. Dickinson, bases loaded, 4-2 to two game. Hanover's come up with a couple runs here to cut the lead in half. 0-1 the count, one down in the inning. Dickinson 0 for 1 in the ball game. As the conference breaks up, heading back to the plate is Dickinson. Right-handed batter. Stewart is on deck. And the pitch swung on and grounded to third. Picked up by Fincham. Throw to home for one and no relay anywhere else. And they'll be two down, but the bases remain loaded. But the Lions do get the lead runner and Beeman at home. Yeah, it's a nice play by Fincham. Hit right to her. Goes right back to Ivers for the second out. Unable to turn two. Ivers looking at her ankle there. Beeman came sliding into home plate. So... Compton is out, is at first base. Hutchison at second on the play. And that brings to the plate Stewart. And Stewart takes that pitch for a ball. 1 0 the count. Stewart, left handed batter. Reached on a fielder's choice her last time and then was eliminated on a grounder near short. 1-0, swung on, fly ball into left center field. McDonald on her horse isn't going to catch up to that one. It's going to hit off the base of the warning track. McDonald gets it in. That's going to score three runs, and it's a three-run double for Stewart, and it is suddenly a 5-4 to four ball game. The freshman Stewart delivers a hard-hit ball out the center field. Emily McDonald's unable to come up with it, and they drive in three right there, Dave, and the Hanover Panthers have taken the lead in the third inning, 5-4 to four over the Lions. Five hits, six hits for five runs for Hanover. Well, Casey just has not had it here today. Brings to the plate Coos. Coos with two down. Swings, hits that one over the head of the shortstop into left field. Coming home is Stewart, and it is six to four. Throw down to second base is going to be in time to get Coos sliding into second base, and the Lions get out of the inning. But in the inning, for Hanover. They come away with five runs in the inning, and as we head to the fourth, it is now Hanover 6 and the Mount 4 on UltimateSportsTalk.com.
If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Well, so the Lions are down now 6-4 to four as we head to the top half of the fourth inning. Your three-inning line score for Hanover, six runs, seven hits, one error. They have left one on base. And for the Mount, four runs, seven hits, one error, and they have left five on base in this ballgame so far. Yeah, good offensive inning right there for Hanover. They put up a sixth spot to take the lead, a couple base hits, a couple blue hits, a hard hit ball for Stewart to bring in three, and Hanover got a 6-4 to four lead over the Lions in the top of the fourth. And the top of the order will be coming up for the Lions, Allie Lang and then Stevenson and Cornelius. Pitch to Lang. Boy, she uncorked the pitch that went behind and over the head of Lang. And Lang walks away saying, what did I do to you? She just looked around. <laughs> Whoa! Lang has reached twice on singles. Two for two. That pitch is called strike one and one. One and one to count. Beaming into the wind. The pitch swung on and tapped foul against the screen. And the count goes one and two. One and two to Allie Lang. The Lions left fielder. Bats left-handed. And Beeman rocks into the motion, and the pitch swung on a tap foul. Count stays one and two. Lions have not lost two in a row all season long. Hanover holds a 6-4 to four lead in today's Game 2 ballgame. And that pitch swung on foul tip. Right into the glove of Miller for the strikeout one away. It gets Lang swinging up in the zone for the first out of the inning. That's the fourth K of the ball game. Registered by Beeman. And it brings up Lexi Stevenson. Kelsey. Kelsey Stevenson, excuse me. She takes that pitch outside for a ball. 0 for 2 in the ball game. Cornelius is on deck. That pitch swung on, popped up near third. Going over is Hutchison, but she'll run out of room and it will go into the bullpen. Six four year score. Hanover with the lead. Here in the second inning, that pitch is. Low and outside for a ball. A lot of runs this game compared to game number one. Ten runs, only three in game one. A lot of hits this game. And that pitch low and outside. A 
up over 14 hits on this game between the two teams. A little bit more offense than there was in game number one. It was a good old-fashioned pitcher's duel, Compton and McCool. Just a tad. <laughs> in Hanover, one and in walk-off fashion, two to one in the seventh. Beeman readjusting her mask. I think she wanted to catch her Miller to get out from behind the plate. Take a little time, but now she has everything readjusted. Stepping back in is Stevenson. And the wind of the pitch is in tight. Ball four. Lions have a base runner. Nice job by Kelsey Stevenson. Just being patient in that at bat. Draws the walk. And that brings up Cornelius. Looks like we're going to have a pinch runner for Stevenson. As Beth Jotterwitz makes the slow walk towards home plate, Stevenson will leave, and it will be Alyssa Whitmer. Number zero, pinch runner, Alyssa Whitmer. Alyssa Whitmer is the junior from Westchester, Ohio, Lakota West High School. She'll be the pinch runner for the Lions. She takes the place of Stevenson first. Lions are down by two. Six to four here in the fourth inning of play. Top half. Cornelius, right-handed batter. That pitch up high. Well, called strike. Oh, and one the count to Stevenson. Next pitch swung on the ground to right back to the mound. Beeman's going to go to short, but it gets by the shortstop. Fultz, and everybody is safe. Cornelius hit a ball right back to Beeman at the pitcher's mound. She turned to fire to second. Just threw it behind the shortstop, coming over to cover the bag to try to turn the double play. And now the Lions have runners at first and second with one out. And that'll bring to the plate Rachel Gabbert, number 35, the junior, hitting 367. Gabbard, one for two on the afternoon, singled and scored. Runners at first and second for the Lions, and that pitch is taken up high. One and oh the count. Lions could use another big base hit here in this one. Bramble is on deck. There's one out in the inning. Runners at first and second. Pitch swung on and lined into left field. It is deep, and it's off the top of the fence and gone. Gabbard delivers the three-run shot for the Lions to give them the lead. Seven to six, the junior from Northern Kentucky puts one deep off the left field fence for a home run. Three-run shot for Gabbard. That is her third home run of the season. It hit right off the top of the fence and jettisoned itself out to center field over the fence for the three-run shot. That is a big-time confidence booster for Rachel Gabbert with the three-run home run, and the Lions take the lead back 7-6. So a three-run homer by Rachel Gabbert. That also gives her three RBIs, gives her 38 for the season. And it brings to the plate with the bases empty. Now Casey Bramble. Lions have regained the lead at 7-6. Bramble steps up. She is lined back to the mound, grounded to second. Seven to six lines here in the fourth. One away. Pitch upstairs for a ball. <laughs> no shortage of offense, runs, hits in game number two, making up for everything of game one. 
1-0 the count to Bramble. Beeman's pitch to the plate is a called strike. Nice pitch by Beeman on the inside corner. Hanover with that win in the first game. Broke a seven-game losing streak. That ball is tapped to first. Coos is going to pick it up and beat Bramble to the bag for the second out of the inning. That home run by Gabber was just the eighth home run given up by Beeman so far this year. And with two away, it brings up Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy has doubled and walked. Right-handed batter. Seven to six, Lions lead it. Pitch to the plate, swung on a pop foul right behind us. And oh. bounces in front of us and then bounces up and hits one of the double plane windows. <laughs> Hit the concrete below and bounce right up to these windows. If you're not insured, I know a guy that could get it taken care of. Only in Kentucky. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, forget it. <laughs> Owen won the count. Two down here in the inning. Bramble now, as Beeman takes up too much time, asks for time and is granted. Owen won the count. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and tapped through the hole and into left field. Off the glove of the shortstop Fulton into short left field. Bramble is going to go all the way on a hustle play into second with a double. Nice play by Matty Kennedy on the... Hits the ball through the left side of the field, and she runs hard out of the box. Gets in for a sliding double. Kennedy is having an outstanding day offensively for the Lions, Dave. So she's on for this third time today. She has doubled twice and walked. And it brings to the plate Fincham. 7-6, to six, Lions lead it by a run. Fincham here in the top of the fourth inning. And that pitch is a called strike. Right at the belt, 0-1 the count. And the 0-1 is called strike two. Nine hits so far in game number two for the Lions. Seven for Hanover, 7-6 ball game. Beeman ahead in the count, two strikes. Pitch, swung on, popped up on the infield. Coming in is the third baseman, Hutchison, and grabs it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Lions, they get three on the three-run homer by Rachel Gabbard. We have played through three and a half. Your score, it's the Mount 7, Hanover 6 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, the Lions lead it now 7-6 to six, thanks to that three-run shot. And the left field by Rachel Gabbard, her third of the season. Good response by the offense. Gave up a six spot in the bottom of the third. Came back with a three spot in the top of the fourth. And just an offensive duo so far here in game two. 
Hilgen Hold will be the leadoff hitter, the 8, 9, and 1 batters. Hilgen Hold reached on an infield single and scored her only time up, 1 for 1. On the doubleheader, she is 1 for 3. Hilgen Hold, right-handed batter. She is the second baseman. She has made some outstanding plays at second today. Casey Kemp looking for win number 15. Throws that low for a ball. Yeah, you talked about it. Hilgenhol's been tough defensively, second base. A couple nice plays. Both of these games this afternoon. Kemp has not had her normal command. And that pitch is down low, 2-0. lines lead it. And now Beth Goddard is going to come to the plate. We may have a substitution here. As I think she says there's something wrong with the lineup. Maybe, I don't know. Ah. So somebody just re-entered. Had to put Gabbard back in. Or Stevenson back in after Whitmer ran for Whitmer her. ran for her. <laughs> I was wondering what Beth was doing. She was just walking up. Better late than never. 7-6, 1-0. That is upstairs. 2-0. Or is it 3-0? I guess it is 3-0. Three, three balls, no strikes. Checking up on the bat is Hilgenhold. And that pitch down low, ball four. It's a four-pitch walk by Kemp to Hilgenhold, and she'll jog down to first base for the first base runner of the inning for Hanover. Well, we talked, Chris, in the pregame show about how Kemp has looked like an ace her last three or four outings, but today she has struggled with her control. Yeah, coming into the day, out of the last seven games, she only had seven walks, and that's her first one of the day. Fultz has struck out in the ball game. Widespread stance in that box. Bunts it to first base. Gabbard picks it up on a couple of ounces. Throws to Stevenson at first for the out. But taking second oh, on the play is Hilgenholt. Nice job by Fultz. Get the sacrifice. Bunt down. Good play by Gabbard on the big hop. Throws it over to Stevenson for the first out, as you mentioned. Hilgenholt moves up to second and into scoring position for the Panthers. Brings up Kenzie Bradley. Bradley singled her last time up. Came around to score and struck out. So she is one for two. Left-handed batter deep in the batter's box. And the pitch slapped the third. Fincham on a couple of bounces. Throws the first in time and taking third on the play is the runner. Smart base Hilgen running. Yeah, great base running by Hilgen Stutter step from second. Fincham gathered it on the grounder, threw it over to Gabbard. Hilgenhold slides into third, and she's shaken up, but she advances from second to third. Trainer and Coach Collinsworth out checking her out. Well, I'll tell you what. Perry Collinsworth's dugout is depleted right now. They've only got 12 that are eligible to play here in this game. Try to jog it down the left field, and it looks like she's going to be okay. 13, basically, if you want to count Garlow. But Garlow is out with that elbow injury, and she did run. Scored the game-winning run in the first game, but 
She is only eligible to run. Seven to six, and the pitch to the plate is upstairs ball. Beeman comes to the plate, has had an outstanding offensive day. A runner 60 feet away for Hanover, looking to tie this game up. Beeman, right-handed batter, looking to bring home an insurance run. And the pitch swung on a line deep and foul. Boy, that was good. She got a hold of that one. Is that a church out there? Seven to six. Tying run is the third. Lions are leading it by a run. And the pitch to the plate down low. B. Ivers, another nice stop. Beeman with one RBR already in this game, looking for number two on a base hit. Kemp into the wind. Two and one the count and the pitch. Swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. Got into the dugout of Hanover again. <laughs> Got to stay awake if you're on that third base side. Hutchinson on deck. Kemp looks in. Two and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Foul over the first base side. Out of play again. Count now stays at two and two with two down. Mentioned both of these teams will be in the tournament next weekend at Transylvania starting on Thursday. Double elimination. Top five teams are in. Two and two. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded a second. Stevenson bobbled it. No play at first. And that will score a run if we're knotted up at seven. It'll be an error on the second baseman, Stevenson. Hard hit ball to her from Beeman, just unable to gather it on the couple hops. And Beeman gets to first, and the run scores, and now we're tied 7-7. Hilgen Holt came home to score. That is her second run of the day. And it brings to the plate Kendra Hutchinson. Hutchison, the third baseman, right-handed batter. Runner at first base now is Beeman, and that pitch is down low. Kemp starts to fall in behind these hitters more and more as the game goes on. 7-7, tie game here in the bottom of the fourth. Kemp into the wind. The 1-1 is down low again, 2-1. Hutchinson coming into today was the best hitter on this Hanover lineup, hitting 376, 38 hits coming into the two games. Runner at first base. That is Beeman, and that pitch is down low. Count now 3 and 0 oh to Hutchinson. Cleanup hitter is on deck, Beerman. Excuse me, Compton. I knew I would make that mistake today. It's like calling the Guardians the Indians. That pitch, check, swing, call, strike. Three and one. I'm sure that's happened to several folks this year. Lily got married, and last name is now Compton. A lot of people around the conference know her as Beerman. Three and one. Pitch swung on and tapped the second. Stevenson waited for the big hop, throws the first in time, and that will finally do it for Hanover here in the inning as Hutchinson grounds out the second. But in the inning, they pick up the tying run 
on no base hits and an error by the Lions. They leave one. We have headed to the fifth inning of play. It is now 7-7. The Mountain and Hanover on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, the Lions will come up in a tie ball game now, 7-7, here at Hanover's Cotsbadel Stadium. And for the Lions, coming up, it'll be B. Ivers. And then Emily McDonald. And back to the top of the order, Allie Lang. Elizabeth Ivers. Ivers. Another one of those that likes to clean out the batter's box before they step in. So Elizabeth will step to the plate. B is one for two in the ballgame. Right-handed batter. On deck, McDonald, and then Lang, top of the order. Ivers, the pitch from... is outside. Beamer. In a 7-7 game. Fouled back against the screen. Ivers hitting 312, 29 hits, 8 doubles, 1 triple, 3 home runs. Rachel now tied with Ivers and Stevenson with home runs with 3 on the year. 3, three run shot back in the 4th. 1-1, one one, pitch to the plate, swung on this one after a high offering. <laughs> B chase one upstairs and a huge cut. Nice pitch there by Beeman. And the pitch to the plate it is called strike three over the inside part of the plate to B. Ivers. She goes down looking. Nice pitch by Beeman. Gets her looking on the inside corner for a strikeout. That is her fifth of the afternoon. And it brings to the plate Emily McDonald. McDonald has doubled and scored in this game. And she swings and pops that foul on out of play. Emily coming into today hitting 364. 11 doubles, 2 triples, 11 RBIs. Freshman center fielder. She has really solidified that position since taking it over about 5 games in. That pitch is down low and inside. Just a good athlete, Dave. She runs well. She's got a strong arm. She continues to get better day in, day out. Her and Kennedy, two freshmen that have really come a long way over the last couple weeks. 7-7 your score. Pitch to the plate, swung on. Popped up out into right behind second base, and the shortstop, Fultz, will grab it for the second out of the inning. Up the bat, number two, Allie Lang. And it brings to the plate Emily McDonald. Allie Lang. Allie, excuse me, Allie Lang. 
Lang hits that one to left field. Going back is Bradley on the run and backhands it for the third out of the inning. So the Lions go down. One, two, three. They get nothing across as we head to the bottom of the fifth. It is still Hanover 7, the Mount 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, we know now that the tournament will be held in Transylvania. We just don't know who the Lions will be playing and at what time yet. But whatever time that is on Thursday and whoever they play... We'll be on the air about 15 minutes prior to the game. Once again, the host team has not won the conference tournament since 2015, so Transylvania's got that going for them. And the best five teams will show up for a double elimination tournament Thursday through Saturday next week. Compton will lead it off then Dickinson and Stewart. Compton. Is 0-3 in the ball game with a run scored. And that pitch swung on. Fly ball. And it's going to drift foul and off the top of the dugout. Facing. Bounces into the mount dugout over on the first base side. 0-1. Gabbard is at first. Stevenson at second. Cornelius at short. Fincham at third. Around the infield. And that pitch is down one and one. Compton celebrating senior day today. This will be her final game on this field for Hanover. And the one one pitch swung on. Foul tipped into the glove of B. Ivers. Count goes to one and two. Compton hitting 348, 24 hits, four doubles, 10 RBIs on the year. Kemp into the line. And the two-strike pitch swung on and fouled back and out of play. Compton is two for two and was eliminated at second base on a fielder's choice. 7-7 your score here in the fifth. And the pitch swung on it. Grounded wide at first. Gabbard a couple of shuffle steps to her right. Grabs it. Steps on the bag for the first out of the inning. Gabbard doesn't get enough credit for her defense, Dave. She's an outstanding first baseman. And Compton grounds out to Gabbard for the first out of the inning. But Gabbard is really tough in the first base position. So Compton grounds out. Brings to the plate Dickinson. Dickinson is 0 for 2 with a run scored. And she takes that over the outside corner for a called strike. Dickinson coming in, 291 batting average, scored 10 runs, 11 runs if you're counting today, and 25 hits, 3 doubles, 9 RBIs. Dickinson has reached on a fielder's choice and a run scored today. Set side, ball one. 
She steps out of the batter's box and gets back in. That pitch is lined right back through the box. Stevenson will backhand it, but has no play at first base. That'll be an infield single. Yeah, just a ball hit up the middle. Stevenson made a nice play on it, just unable to come up with any kind of throw. Dickens some speed. She's at first base with a single. So that'll bring to the plate Danny Stewart. Stewart is doubled, bounced to short. And Kemp's pitch to the plate is outside for a ball, 1-0. Stewart had the big-time hit in the bottom of the third inning to score a couple runs for Hanover. We are knotted up at 7. 7-7, fifth inning of play. Pitch to the plate, swung on and tapped foul over to the third base side. <laughs> Boy, the girls didn't even scramble, they just lifted their feet. <laughs> Kemp on the rubber. 7-5 the score. Looks to her call sheet. And that pitch is a strike two. Two strikes. Kemp. 7-7 score. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and fisted to short. Cornelius goes to her right to take it for the second out. Yeah, it's a nice play by the shortstop. Cornelius. Stewart pops up. Cornelius moves a couple steps to her right to gather it for the second out of the inning. And it brings to the plate Casey Coos. Coos was 0 for 2 in the first game. Has a fielder's choice and a base hit in this one, so she is... That pitch is lined into left field for a base hit. Lang gets it back in, and now Hanover has got the go-ahead run at second base with two outs. Nice job. Let's get the barrel to the zone. Singles out to left field. Now runners at first and second for Hanover. Two outs in the inning. Tie game, bottom of the fifth. So Coos now two for three. It brings to the play David Hilgenhand. Hilgenhold. Hilgenhold has walked and reached on infield. Single scored two runs. She is one for one. Eyes it and takes it low. Kemp continues to fall behind these hitters, Dave. Kemp using a lot of time in between pitches. And the pitch to the plate swung on the ground right back to the mound. Kemp has it. And the throw to first. The Lions are finally out of the inning as Higginshold grounds out to third base. But in the inning, they get no runs on three base hits and they leave four on, on base. As we head to the sixth inning of play, it is still 7-7. We're all knotted up on Ultimate Sports Talk. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact official investigations and security services in Cincinnati. They special in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official investigations and security services also provides mobile notification.
Rotary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. Lions are tied with Hanover here in this inning as we head to the top of the sixth. 7-7 your score. Two great games so far today, Dave. The walk-off by Hanover in game one, and this one's just been an offensive battle. Both teams with seven runs with nine hits. And uh, just a lot of offense here in game number two that we did not see in game number one. Stevenson will be the hitter for the Lions. Stevenson has walked, bounced out to the mound, fly to second. One for three in the game. Pitch swung on, fly ball, left field. Going back is Bradley near the warning track. Puts the glove up and has it for the first out. That's a hard out for Stevenson. A long fly ball out the left field, and Bradley had to battle the sun. Come up with the first out of the inning for the Panthers. And that brings up Macy Cornelius. Cornelius and her three at-bats has got a fielder's choice, struck out looking, and a double with a run scored. So she is one for two. One for three, excuse me. That pitch is swung out over the dugout and out of play. 0-1 the count. Beeman peering in. And the pitch is down low to Cornelius. And the count now evens up at 1-1. The single season hits for a season is 70. 7-7, seven, seven, pitch to the plate, is upstairs. And the count now 2-1. and one. 70? 70 hits in a season. I don't think she'll get it, unless she goes on a real tear. And that pitch swung on, fouled over the first base side, and it'll go off the asphalt of the pavement. Count stays 2-2. Two and two. Score is 7-7. Seven, seven. We're in the sixth inning. And the pitch grounded to short. Grabbed by Fultz. Throw across in time to get the runner. A nice play by the shortstop Fultz. A speedy Cornelius. She fields it cleanly. Fires it over to first for the second out of the inning. And it brings up Rachel Gabbard, who has singled, homered, and struck out. Halfway to second base. And I believe we're going to have a pinch... Hitter, if Gabbard can keep this alive, it'll be Caitlin Leslie. Gabbard, pitch, is down low for a ball. Want to know the count. Yeah, Casey Bramble 0 for 3 on the day here in game number 2. Looks like the senior karate Leslie's on deck. And Gabbard takes that for a strike. 1-1 one one the count. She is 2 for 3 on the afternoon at the plate here in game number 2. And the pitch low and outside for a ball. Two and one the count. Gabbard right handed batter. Pitch swung on, popped foul, and it's going to fall out of play over in foul territory down the right field side. Gabbard hit her third home run of the year earlier in this game, a three-run shot to give the Lions the lead. 
Hanover came back in the bottom half of the inning to tie it up, and that's where we stand here at the top of the six, seven, seven, two outs. Kemp looking in. We're in the top, bottom of the six. That pitch is grounded to third. Picking it up is Hutchinson throw across. In time, and that'll do it here in the inning for Hanover. But in the inning, the Mountain gets no runs. And as we head to the bottom of the sixth, it is still a 7-7 tie on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Well, it may seem hard to believe it. Casey Kemp, heading into this inning, has only thrown 50 pitches, Chris. Yeah, unbelievable. 50 pitches, 9 hits, 7 runs, 5 of those earned, 1 walk, 2 strikeouts. And on Beeman on the other end, 76 pitches, 9 hits, 7 runs, 5 earned runs, and 2 walks, and 5 strikeouts. So as we get deeper into this ball game, bottom of the 6, 7-7, seven, seven, we're in a very similar situation as we were in game number 1 as Hanover won that 2-1 to one on a walk-off in the 7th. Mallory Fultz leading it off here in the inning. Fultz, then the top of the order. Fultz is 0 for 1, has a sacrifice. Struck out her last time. That pitch is down low for a ball, 1 and 0. Fultz hitting 303, 8 RBI, 0 home runs. 7 7 tie, we're in the 6. That pitch is lined into the gap in right center field. It's going to go all the way to the wall. And Fultz is going to go into second base with a stand-up double to lead things off here in the sixth inning. Fultz buried up, powered up a pitch out to the right center field fence. He's going to have a stand-up double to get it going for the Hanover Panthers to start the inning. And it brings to the plate Kenzie Bradley. Bradley is one for three in the afternoon here in game number two. Came around to score a run. Bradley, left-handed hitter. And we've got a timeout as Emily McDonald needs to readjust her shoe out in center field. And gets that accomplished, and we're set to go again. Playing in close in right field is Kennedy for the Lions. Now the outfield is coming in close for Bradley. She's going to square to bunt, bunts it right out in front of the plate. Finchin will play at first base through, but safe at first is Bradley. Nice so now there are runners at first and third. Nice bump by Bradley. Fincham came in from third to field it, but Bradley's speed beats the throw from Fincham. Runners at the corners. No outs for Hanover. 7-7 game, bottom of the sixth. Anna brings to the plate Beeman. Beeman with a chance to help herself out. She is one for three. On the afternoon, single, reached on an air, and lined out to short. Infield playing in for the Lions, looking to cut down the play at home, and that pitch is in tight for a ball. Here are the Panthers. This is you one up to the plate. Beeman 
two RBIs already in this game and outstanding in game one. See if the freshman can deliver again for the Panthers. You know what's interesting, Chris, is the coaching staff is not sitting down on the end of the dugout here in this game. Yeah, they're down on the very far end of the dugout near the first base bag. And the pitch to the plate swung on and popped to the mound. Casey Kemp is going to grab it for the first out of the inning. Beeman pops up to Kemp for the first out. Still runners at the corners for the Panthers. Just one out in the inning. And it brings up Hutchison. The third baseman has grounded a second, reached on a fielder's choice, and grounded a second. So she is 0 for 3 in the ball game. Was 1 for 3 in the first game. Hutchison, right-handed batter. One down. Runner as a line drive hits into center field. Bounces in front of McDonald. And Hanover takes the lead. Is coming home to score his Fultz. And it's 8-7. Hutchinson delivers the single for the Panthers. And as you mentioned, 8-7 Hanover takes the lead. Runners at first and second. One out in the inning. 12 hits for Hanover in game number two. McDonald was about a step away from making that play and had to play it on a bounce. And that'll break to the plate. Now Compton. Compton with runners at first and second. One out. 8-7 now. Hanover leads, and that pitch is lined into left field. Base hit. Lang plays it on a bounce, and now the bases are loaded. Bats are hot for Hanover. That's back-to-back singles. Bases loaded. 13 hits on the day, and we might have a pitching change as Coach Goddard comes to the plate, Dave. Bradley is at third. Hutchison at second. Compton at first. And it is going to be... Haley Johnson, number 31. Haley Johnson's going to come in and pitch. Haley Johnson will replace Casey Kemp. Haley Johnson on the year, coming in in relief. This will be her fourth appearance. She's got a 1.40 ERA in five innings only. She's given up four hits. One run, that run was earned. She has struck out three and walked two. Haley from Lebanon, Oregon. Come in in a tough spot. Bases loaded, one out. Hanover swinging it well here in game number two. And she will be facing off with Dickinson. Interesting move here, Chris. Pulling Kemp. Obviously, you don't want to go with McCool, but... Johnson into the ballgame now, trying to get the Lions out of this inning. Yeah, that's the three pitchers on the roster, McCool, Johnson, and Kemp. So with Kemp struggling today, they're going to turn to Johnson and give her an opportunity and see if she can deliver here and get out of this jam. Bases loaded, one out. Bradley at third, Beeman at at Hutchison at second, and Compton is at first. Dickinson against Kemp this afternoon. Had a single, a fielder's choice, and a strikeout. The Ivers went out to get the sign straight with Johnson. Well, you can say this is the biggest situation Johnson has been in on the mound this year. She normally comes in at the beginning of innings, but this time she's coming in in the middle. One down, 8-7. Bases loaded. Dickinson, the center fielder. Pitch is down low for a ball. 
There's no doubt Johnson has got some pop on her ball, but it's always location. Want to know the count. And the wind down in the dirt. Gets to the backstop. Coming home to score on the play is Bradley, and it's 9-7. 9-7. Bradley comes in on the wild pitch from Johnson. B. Ivers unable to block it up. It's going to be 9-7, Hanover still. Second and third, one out. Panthers looking for the sweep against the mount today. Hutchison moved to third. Compton to second. Dickinson ahead of the count, 2-0, and she got hit. And Dickinson now will load the bases with that hit bat. Johnson's pitch comes in and hits her. It's going to be bases loaded as Dickinson trots down to first, shaking up off the ball. Looks like it hit her up on the thigh area, but she's going to be okay as she walks it out down the right field line. Bases loaded, still one out for Hanover. And I think they do want a pinch runner for her. And let's see if they do decide. Nope, they're going to leave her in. The way that Mackenzie Smith was signaling, it looked like they were going to have a pinch runner for her. Stewart is coming up now with the bases loaded. Still just one out in the inning. Johnson's pitch is high and outside for a ball. Stewart had a big hit for Hanover earlier in this ball game that drove home three. Can she deliver again, the freshman? Want to know the count. Stewart steps out, now back in. Into the wind in the pitch. Swung on a grounder to second. Coming home, Stevenson to the plate, and they got the runner there. Nice play by Stevenson at second. A hard hit ball comes home to get the force out for Ivers. Second out of the inning, still bases loaded for the Hanover Panthers. Cut down at the plate, Hutchinson. Four to two. Bases are still loaded, though. And it brings the plate with two down, Coos. Hanover trying to get a couple of more insurance runs heading into the seventh inning. We're in the bottom of the sixth. It's 9-7. Lions had a 4-1 lead. And the pitch to the plate. Swung up. Popped up the second. Stevenson will grab it for the third out of the inning. Lions head into the top of the seventh. Down by two now. Your score, it's Hanover 9 and the Mount 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Well, your line score heading into the seventh for Hanover. Nine runs, 13 hits, two errors in the ball game this afternoon, and they have left seven on base for the Lions. Seven runs, nine hits, two errors, and the Lions have left seven on base. As we head into the top of the seventh inning, it's going to be for the Lions coming to the bat. And it'll be Caitlin Leslie. Senior going to get an opportunity to swing the bat here for the Lions. Caitlin Leslie was the hero of 
game one on Thursday against Manchester, and she takes that pitch high and outside for a ball. She's hitting 273 on the year, three hits on the year. See if she could find a way on to get a base runner for the Lions. Just down two, top of the seventh. Maddie Kennedy is on deck, and then Casey Fincham. And that pitch is a strike at the knees, one-on-one. Lions down by two runs here. 9-7. Beeman looking for the win here this afternoon in a doubleheader sweep. And that pitch is a strike at the knees again. And the count now goes one and two. Beeman. That pitch swung on and missed. Leslie went after a high offering. And the first out is a strikeout. And over just two outs away from sweeping the mount. That is six strikeouts on the afternoon. And it brings to the plate Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy has doubled twice and walked. Two for two. That pitch, a strike over the outside corner. Kennedy's had a nice day offensively. See if she can find a way on here to get the tying run to the plate for the Lions. Hard to believe this season started back toward the end of February in Alabama. That pitch is grounded fair to third base. Dickinson has it, throws the first in time. Hutchinson, excuse me, at third. And there are two down. That's a nice play by Hutchinson. Gets Kennedy to ground out and fires it across for the second out of the inning, and the Lions are down to their last out. Regular season about ready to close itself out. Tournament season will begin on Thursday. Casey Fincham up. She is one for three. And that pitch, check swing, upstairs for a ball. They're going to appeal down to first base. And he says no swing. Want to know the count. Pitch to Fincham is a called strike. Caught the corner. One and one. B. Ivers on deck if Fincham can keep it alive. And that pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. And Fincham just shaking her head. One and two the count. Hanover a strike away from sweeping them out here. One and two. Two down. Pitch swung on and fouled down the left right field side. And Coos had it in her glove and couldn't catch it. Great effort by the first baseman. I thought she was going to come up with a yep. tough play in foul territory. Last Down to the last strike for the Lions. Can Fincham find a way on? Ivers on deck. The Lions have not lost two in a row all season long, and they are close to doing it here today. 9-7 Hanover. Pitch is called strike three over the outside corner. And that was a pitch, Chris, that let's just go home. That was in the other batter's box. Yep. That was a pitch where I just had enough of this. Let's go home. 9-7 your final score in game number two here at Hanover. Chris and I will be back to wrap things up right after this timeout. 